0: Welcome to the next episode of In China Between Meetings with your host, Marian Dunker. I'm super excited to have a special guest today. There were a lot of buzz and rumors uh, around the opening a new space, which is called Planet One. And I'm thrilled to have the founder of this space, Eric Etting. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Marian. So the first question would be a um, simple one. Uh, but probably it takes a little bit more time to explain. What happened before Planet One? Where, where did you work? What businesses you started? How many you failed? Uh, are there any still alive and successful?
1: Uh, yeah, good question. So, let me think. Uh, since the beginning, I've been an entrepreneur since I was like 15. So, how many have I actually started? Somewhere in the neighborhood of 8,
0: nine,
1: 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at least half of those in China. So <clears throat> um, are there still ones around? Yes. Uh, there's still two of them around actually. The last two entertainment businesses that I started um, there's still some remnants of that. One was with a uh, uh, it was ABM Bev's mm-hmm. subsidiary, like the largest alcohol producer uh, in the world, beer producer. Before they came to China, there was a Chinese subsidiary that had the rights to their whole portfolio. And I helped them set up uh, the first B2C in China. And that was called Refter, a Belgian beer bar. And so I, there's still one of those left in Beijing, uh, which was sort of part of that whole idea and also a previous entertainment company that I co-founded, that's also still around which built that over several years and across five cities in China.
0: So now let's dive into the Planet One or Planet All. What was the inspiration behind opening the company?
1: Okay, so this is a fun one. Um, Actually I just had a really difficult experience uh, with my my previous company and I had uh, left China and I spent some time in the Philippines sort of decompressing uh, the experience and what I was going to do next and after, after eight months of windsurfing and reading books and drinking wine I decided that I had clarity and that I was going to exit China and uh, so I came back um, with a plan to just pack things up and finish things off and, and make an exit and I wasn't back for two weeks and then I received a call from Macquarie Bank and they said hey do you remember when you approached this like 10 years ago, with your entertainment concept, <laughs> um, w- would you be willing to meet and have a discussion? And I said, uh, okay, this is kind of interesting, but sure. So, we met and they, they said, um, so, w- we really like your entertainment concept, would you be willing to uh, build across 13 of our shopping malls and we'll give you half the money? And I was like, wow, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Like, I'm, I was kind of getting ready to leave. And they were, like, quite persistent. And, you know, at the time, real estate developers still actually are, were desperate for, to find ways to drive traffic because mm-hmm. e-commerce has had eaten up their businesses. And so they were really persistent <clears throat> and, and tried to talk me into it. And, um, and we had several meetings. And finally, at the end, they were like, okay, so we understand you won't build your old you know, company concept with us. Is there anything else that you've been working on uh, that you'd be interested to do? And that kind of opened the gate for the beginning of Planet O. I said, well, actually, yes, There, there is a little something I've kind of been thinking about. And that was what lit the fuse, which ultimately, several steps later, uh, grew into the, the blossoming of planet O.
0: Who came up with the name? And what is the difference? Lots of people asking, is it Planet O or Planet, uh, planet One? One?
1: Yeah. So actually the the name Planet O was kind of more of a a placeholder that that we just sort of started out the the PPT on. <laughs> uh, O is just for my last name Etting Mm -hmm. so uh, we just kind of you know put it on there Planet O and during the whole process and and fundraising pitches and stuff we called it Planet O and and it stuck it just kind of stuck so and this is this is also the the parent company which uh, you know does all the transactions globally with all of our different partners and stuff. This is, you know, how, how we house the IP and, and do all this. So, and the difference between Planet O and Planet One is actually, Planet One is the location. And, and it's, it's just the location. Uh, once we did uh, our JV with NetEase, so they wanted to also add something to the name. So we added the NE for NetEase. So it's Planet O plus mm. NetEase. That's Planet One. So that's that's actually the name of the, the joint venture company between Planet O and NetEase.
0: And continue this topic, NetEase, what is the role? You mentioned this is a JV. Why are they interested in the space?
1: So when <coughs> part of the DNA of Planet O is about uh, collaboration and, and taking all these different components of, you know, the best experiences and the best tech and you know, bringing them all together in one space. So during that process, I also wanted to find the best content, and Beat Saber, at the time was really hot, or you know at least um, it had started to be really hot, and so I contacted them and I asked them if they wanted to. Uh, have a gateway into the China market because I'm planning to launch this center and we could collaborate and they said oh that'd be great but actually we already have a partner Uh, it's NetEase and Mm. I said great would you mind putting me in touch because I'd like to have your content anyways so got in touch with NetEase about Beat Saber content and then they found out what we were doing and they thought it was really interesting because they wanted a way to showcase their product uh, to Chinese consumers as well because their business is IP and content only. They don't really know about offline. So they wanted to find a way that that they could give a, a premium experience to consumers and somebody that knew how to do um, location-based operations. Mm-hmm. So that's, what, that's kind of the core of the cooperation. And then of course, excuse me, and then of course, uh, the cooperation for us is they have tons of content that we can you know use from their portfolio we're also the launchpad for all their new games and stuff coming out and they have massive media all across china as well so you know this is all sort of part of the collaboration
0: what was the most uh, challenging part of getting things on the ground and how, how long did it take (laughs) <laughs> um,
1: it, it was quite like a long runway from beginning until launch uh, because it began this whole thing in 2016. That's when uh, Macquarie Bank had contacted me. And so it started me on that path of developing the Planet O concept. But <clears throat> as I said before, Macquarie offered half the funding, so I still need to come up with the other half which drove me to even set up another company in between to try <laughs> to try to help raise those funds, um, which ultimately was the connection between where we wound up finding our funding, uh, which was through uh, property developers. Mm-hmm. And so the company that I set up in between was uh, the, the China arm of Rock Art Asia, which is a uh, themed entertainment development company that's doing the design and everything and and we showcased the planet o concept as this this managed sort of franchise if you will that developers could could purchase and then put it into their mall or we could do a custom thing for them through rock art and <clears throat> um, that took a process of like a year and a half from that point to getting to the point where we actually ran into somebody that said, Hey, actually instead of just a project, I'm I'm interested in the whole thing. So they they kind of took over the place of McQuery and wanted to go in directly and, and help us with full funding. So which was Ocean Group, um mm-hmm. the the hypermarket group, which also uh it's, it's massive, actually. I think they own something like 1,500 companies globally, which the Ocean Group itself, uh, an arm of that is M.Oshon, which ha- had like 400 properties, uh, shopping malls globally, which is the one that ultimately like made the investment in us. So this took a couple years. That was like 2018, so two years later. And then from 2018... We started uh, moving on getting the location and everything in place and it it took quite a while to nail down the location because we had also found several locations and then went through negotiations with them which took several months and and on more than one location we got to the end and then because real estate developers were changing rapidly uh, because they're all in such pain that they would just cut the entire executive board, <laughs> and so everybody that we were dealing with was gone. You need to
0: to build it from scratch. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that happened on more than one occasion, um, and then coronavirus hit. So with like another, you know, several months of delay, and then I was also stuck out of the country. So, but we kept moving it along the whole time. Actually, our deals with uh, NetEase and Formula One were both uh, signed during, uh, the coronavirus, like, outbreak and I was stuck in the Philippines mm-hmm. while we finished those
0: deals. That was 2019? Uh, 2020.
1: 2020. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Beginning of 2020.
0: So, basically, it took five years from idea to launch. Yes. Oh, that's a right. Yes. <laughs> What's Planet One today? So for those who, who doesn't know and never heard about the place, can you just introduce uh, what you can do, why you need to go there?
1: Yeah. So, Planet One is our flagship location. Um, so, it's it's the first location-based entertainment hub of of Planet O. And what we what we do there is a lot of things actually, but we sort of we begin with gaming. Um, and what's really special about the gaming experience that we have is we we have uh, a mixed reality or like an XR experience. We <clears throat> We capitalize on the spectator element of gaming. So now, and especially with high-tech gaming, so virtual reality and augmented reality, this sort of thing, instead of it just being a one... Directional sort of experience for the user, it now becomes a holistic experience. So the spectator, the audience, can also join in the game by seeing you in third person perspective while you are immersed in first person perspective. So to, to simplify that, it's sort of like if you're watching a, a soccer game or a football game, if you could imagine the camera angle was of people just looking at their feet and, like, kicking the ball. Mm-hmm. And it was jumping from camera angle to camera angle of each player, you know, like, 30 different people's feet jumping around. You'd have no idea what was going on. But instead, the way that we film a game is the pitch, and you see everybody out on the field running together. It makes mm-hmm. a lot more sense because you can experience the game like that. So that's what we do for, for high-tech gaming. And And then we also have all other sorts of things running around this ecosystem immersive events, um, art and maker uh, oriented activities and education.
0: Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, If if you haven't guys been to the place, you need to visit definitely next one about how do you make money? What's the business model behind the space?
1: So this is, this is a good question as well. we actually have a rather complex business model. Um, but on the surface, it seems pretty straightforward. You, you walk in, you, you buy a ticket, <clears throat> uh, you go in and, and you play games, uh, have food and beverage. But we also, on our other layers, we collaborate with um, technology companies to bring IP and hardware to China for one so we act as a gateway for those companies Mm -hmm. Um, also collaborating with companies that are in China already but looking for a showcase to their consumers so let's let's talk about like a a computer company for example that has currently you know that they have 90% of their their commerce online Uh, so all their sales are are online but maybe 10% are coming from their offline locations. But they're still, they have a, a ton of overhead. They have these installations and shopping malls which don't make any money but they need to have it there just so people can come in and see their product. Uh, they have to pay for the management, they have to pay for the salespeople and the rent and everything. But in the end, people come in, they get to experience the, you know, the equipment but that experience is ruined by a high-pressure salesperson that's like, "Hey, hurry up and buy this," and uh, so they they wind up ruining the experience. So we collaborate with companies like that to showcase their experience with without a high-pressure, you know, um, sales. So people just get to experience something that's awesome. If they like it, when they go home, they can also buy it. And even through us, we are the distributor for for some of that tech as well
0: Mm -hmm. you have formula one simulators you have drone simulators those things just for fun or companies also can use it for you know launching projects or showcasing some stuff but I think you mentioned as well that people actually can hire top talents over there
1: that's right so a couple things going on with those types of experiences one is we are the distributor for for some of the hardware as well Uh, two The pros will actually come into the space from time to time and do races there, uh, which will also televise and and broadcast out. And then thirdly, if you have interest uh, in these type of games and you go there and you play it, we also, you know, part of Planet O's software is is capturing your performance Mm -hmm. and, and giving that back to the users, but we're also, you know, taking... Your, your experience points, if you will, and those companies that we collaborate with can see who's the best in the league. And if you're good enough, you can actually earn a spot into the pros. Mm. And and that's one of the reasons why those companies collaborate with us, too, because they're trying to find those those grassroots heroes that are, you know, really get great, because especially in esports, those those professionals can come from anywhere. So we're a gateway for that as well.
0: That's super exciting, and one thing about the so so far it looks like it's a new concept, mm. and not many companies are doing this. And mm. this is one of the first probably locations in China. Yes. So um, when definitely it's attracting lots of attention, and engagement, and I believe that bigger companies will look into it as well and then the competition will come Mm -hmm. and then probably that's the future of of space Uh, we have more companies um, spaces like this so how to stay uh, relevant how to stay competitive and how do you see this industry uh, from five ten years from now
1: okay number one yes I definitely see this as the future of space especially in new retail I I think what we're doing is, is crafting that that next generation um, and especially in China, copies come really quick. You got to move fast. Um, actually, part of the DNA of Planet O is, is ready for this. This is exactly what we hope to happen. We can't wait for people to copy us. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we are in that value chain to supply people that want to copy us. So, which is, which is where we are exclusive distributors for a lot of the tech and a lot of the experience that we, we showcase. So when somebody's ready to copy us, they can just buy it from us or one of our distributors. So as those, those places uh, of competition roll out, ultimately th- their products will be flowing through us as well.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what about the future expansion? Are you planning to open Planet 2, Planet 3, Planet 4?
1: Um... At this point, the name will still be either just Planet 1, uh, if we're in collaboration with NetEase for all those locations, or Planet o. Uh We won't actually name it 1, 2, 3, 4. But yes, we plan to open a lot more. Uh, we also plan to connect those centers together digitally so that people can compete no matter where they are, and also we've got some other really cool stuff in the pipeline. Imagine that you're playing online on a game or on your mobile playing a game, and having you know some kind of cool experience. But you get to go to a special world where you you can have a different kind of gameplay, or you can redeem uh, points that you've that you've received, and you get to come into a location and actually experience that mm-hmm. in, in a new type of world.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: So we definitely have some some rollout plans in the pipeline. and I, And I think that Planet O is very clearly it's a platform. That's the type of business that we are. We're a physical platform. I see it as, you know, there's mobile gaming, there's PC gaming, there's console gaming, and then there's a physical location based gaming which rolls into the next question, what do I see the future as? Um, I see in the future, I believe, that tech companies, you know, if I was a large tech company that I've been amassing huge amounts of money through all the things that we're doing online and and virtual product, that on the opposite side of things, real estate developers have been suffering really badly and, and don't have any content at all to drive people I, as a tech company, would be looking at how do I drive my digital content into the physical mm-hmm. so that um, both I can have lasting wealth and, and building whatever empire <laughs> that they're building, but but also because the price that real estate is cheaper and it, it just makes sense. I mean, uh, Netflix already started it. In 2019, at the end of 2019, they opened their first... Um, physical location uh, their, their own theater in New York mm. so now um, Netflix is not only this, the studio and the online streaming that's making all their own content but now they're driving it directly to, to the physical as well I think that this is, this is the wave of the future that's probably you know, 5 years down the road or so
0: Thank you so much we wish uh, best of luck to your entrepreneurial journey and uh, wish great success uh, with um, Planet One and with the future expansion. And um, everyone who hasn't checked it yet, please do check it out. It's an amazing place. Um, they have KTV, they have Formula One, they have uh, um, drones, um, laser tags coming up soon. Um, you have bar with the robot arm. It's an amazing place. <laughs> And um, that was the uh, episode with Eric Etting, Founder and CEO of Planet uh, O Um, in China between meetings. Please subscribe, follow, comment, likes.